morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, friends, Torch Report 345, dissecting the mental health crisis. There are a lot of broken people in the world, and that is all part of the plan, as we will see today. But today, I want to kind of take a different approach to making sense of this insanity. Uh, in yesterday's report, friends, I, I felt like yesterday's report maybe wasn't the best report I have ever cranked out, but Torch Report 344, The Destruction of Happiness, I was trying to drive home the fact that liberals are generally more miserable and mentally unstable than their conservative counterparts. And connecting that fact to the delicate task of cultivating dissatisfaction, which was outlined in prior reports, all of this, you know, the purpose was to demonstrate that our government and by extension, the core of global governance itself has long been exploiting the emotional vulnerabilities of mentally unstable people. And simultaneously, they're creating this mental instability to, cr to create the vulnerable people for them to prey upon. It's all about voting. It's all about political process. But what's more, friends, is this intentional manipulation feeds a perpetual cycle of abuse wherein the government stokes the uncertainty they create, you know, the, the confusion and the dissatisfaction that drives people crazy. And as a result of this state-induced insanity, the average unsuspecting citizen then begins to vote for greater and greater degrees of government control under the false assumption that somehow the government is capable of and intends to provide the peace and satisfaction and happiness that they lack, which makes sense, of course, given the fact that that's what they've been promised. So people have been duped into believing the government's going to be their protector and it's going to be their provider and all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, all of the uh, insecurities and the, and the craziness, the insanity, the mental instability, that's actually coming as a result of the constant and relentless propaganda, psychological warfare, etc. Friends, all of that said, though I did point out yesterday how this was driving the voting trends uh, and that this is inextricably linked with the push for global democracy and all that, I don't, I don't know if I did a real adequate job of explaining how all of this has been baked into the globalist agenda. It's in their language. It's embedded in their documents. You can see it. Actually causing the mental illness, then exploiting it, is exactly what the global cabal has been doing, what they continue to do, and what they intend to do much more of moving forward. This is all part of the fifth generation warfare and the process of conscious transformation that we've been talking about recently. These intentions, or I should say the intentions of the global cabal, really, they become plain as day. When we start to dissect the language, uh, and we're going to get right now, we're going to jump right into it, friends, into the, uh, we're going to parse the language, dig into their words they're using in the World Mental Health Report 2022. The title of the World Mental Health Report 2022 is Transforming Mental Health for All. What 
an interesting choice of words. Transforming mental health for all. Aha, they're going to assimilate everybody into the collective hive mind. Got it. But just take a look at the cover of this report. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you simply have to go to thetorchreport.com and you can see the cover. You can get the link and you can go read it for yourself or you can see the screenshot of the cover of the World Mental Health Report put out by the World Health Organization on transforming mental health for all. And of course, you know, given the preface that governments are undermining mental health in order to advance their political agendas, one look at the cover of this report, it really leaves no question as to who they intend to target with these subversive tactics. You know, there's there's a a pretty lady on there and and a, you know, a cute child. And, you know, this is who's going to be transformed. Ultimately, the women and the children are easily the most vulnerable members of any given population. That's why these predators from the global cabal prey upon them. And the global cabal is focusing their efforts on cultivating dissatisfaction and mental illness in these groups, women and children and other vulnerable groups, as we'll get into here uh, in a little bit. But they do that, target women and children precisely because the ripple effects essentially force society to adapt to their cause because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And then if the kids are screaming and throwing a fit and having a mental breakdown, then nobody's got any peace of mind. And if both women and children can be conditioned to believe that their satisfaction, their dissatisfaction and their unhappiness is the result of some, you know, patriarchal, you know, misogynist, oppressive, male dominated society. That's what they're being conditioned to believe. If they believe that, then and then they're given the right to voice this dissatisfaction in every election cycle, then it's only a matter of time before the patriarchy falls. Uh, women and children, you know, become conditioned to believe that the government is their protector and their provider. Not the, not, not the, you know, the, the macho man, you know, not the, there is no knight in shining armor. Any man is a, who's in in a leadership position or any man who's in charge or trying to, you know, steer society. They must be some sort of, you know, white supremacist or, or extremist or racist or something like that. I don't know, but regardless, the natural instinct of uh, a natural dynamic of women, children, and men, you know, the the man to be the protector and the provider of the family and all that kind of stuff. Now, they've been conditioned to to believe that the government is the protector and the provider. And then, of course, the rest of the world is completely unfair and out to get them. (laughs) And the same goes for the uh, the lesser endowed crowd, shall we say. You know, those with the uh, lower IQ, they get conditioned to the same thing. The government's their protector and their provider, and it works every damn time. Ah, Thus, friends, uh, examining the globalist intentions, parsing the language of their own words, we can quickly see the overarching agenda to consolidate power and control. And it's important, I think, to note that their true intentions, if we really want to get at what they're getting at, we need to properly frame the conversation within the context of the Great Reset and the New World Order, uh, because that's what the who is pushing for. And that's, you know, the, the actually in the forward of this report, 
I taught, I get a report prior. It was taught how the who takes over the world. And of course, the, you know, the one agenda to rule them all. The WHO is World Health Organization is very central to the commie cabal. But the forward of their world mental health report makes it abundantly clear. Reading here, the far reaching effects of the COVID-19 pandemic all reflect one of its most striking aspects, the huge toll that it's taken on people's mental health. Rates of already common conditions such as depression and anxiety went up by more than 25% just in the first year of the pandemic. Pause, you think? Geez, Louise, they were freaking people out. You know, prolific propaganda provoking massive public panic and all of preemptive measures, etc. Friends, obviously they're doing this, but then they go on to blame the frailty of the healthcare system and, you know, this failure to address the needs of the people. So look at that, you know, ah, yes, you know, it's the pandemic that's causing all these mental health issues, not the global cabal and their psychological warfare. It's the pandemic and the, and the frailty of modern state-of-the-art healthcare systems all around the world. You know, come on, you know, this is why we need, uh, we need more funding. We need more expansion of global government programs aimed at addressing mental health issues. These issues, friends, that would have laid dormant in the public psyche if it were not for the prolific state propaganda that thrust this issue into the public's consciousness. Now, Dr. Tedros Gebrezius, this guy... This guy, this radical Ethiopian revolutionary turned director of the World Health Organization, Tedros, claims that mental health is a critical element of collective health. And he's steering the WHO to transform our attitudes by transforming the environments that influence public mental health. Okay, again, you know, the collective mental health, transforming our attitudes, controlling emerging perceptions, all of this, friends, as always, you know, his words are dripping with altruism and insight, says he. Ultimately, there is no health without mental health. Wow. <laughs> you know, gosh, this guy must be brilliant. Then Tedros goes on to say, quote, to achieve this ambitious transformation. A concerted and renewed effort is needed in all countries, period, end quote. Wow. To achieve this ambitious transformation, a concerted and renewed effort is needed in all countries. It's collective effort for the collective health of the collective hive mind. Thus, we see the international effort to capitalize on this global mental health crisis is banking on an ambitious transformation of the global system. Friends, as we dig further into the report, uh, you'll find in there his surrogate, uh, Devora, Devora Kestel. She's the director of the WHO's Department of Mental Health, and she goes on to really explain the need to reshape environments that influence mental health and to create positive change all around the globe. Again, dripping with altruism, but reshaping environments, hmm, you know, influencing mental health. Got it. You know, okay. What are these guys up to? Says she, though, quote, 
Throughout this report, you will find narratives from people all around the world with lived experience of mental health conditions. Everyone has a right to mental health. Everyone deserves the chance to thrive, period, end quote. Well, then leave people the hell alone, you know? Ah, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Set them free in a free country, in a free society with free markets, and you will see people thrive. But it all sounds nice, doesn't it? Everyone has a right to mental health, kind of like everyone has a right to vote and has a right to take other people's money. (laughs) Anyway, everyone deserves a chance to thrive. I don't know. What do you think, friends? Kestel goes on to elaborate on the fact that mental health conditions give a strong narrative for why things need to change. And she uses that word strong narrative. I, that strong narrative is coming from these reports of people all around the world. So they get some story about some poor person that's been exploited and they use that to develop the narrative for why things need to change. And once again, she emphasizes the need to reshape the environment and strengthen the systems. This is all progressive speak. You know, it, it, it these, you know, re- this reshaping of environments and strengthening of the systems collectively drive the public mental health. And if you haven't caught on just yet, you know, these ambitions to shape, reshape the environment and strengthen the systems all aim for nothing less than restructuring society as a whole. This is all part of the Great Reset. This is how the WHO takes over the world, specifically by advancing the laws, plans, and the policies that direct political will and direct public interest to align with the globalist agenda. Friends, those are all their words, not mine. Okay? This is achieved. This 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 direction of you know directing political will and all that, it's achieved via international investments that get passed through all these globalist nonprofits and you know by funneling billions of dollars into global mental health initiatives, the global cabal is able to institute socialist policies at the local level and create a complete transformation of public consciousness. In the words. Of the globalists themselves, quote, this report is designed to inspire and inform the indisputable and urgent transformation required. Mental health is an integral part of general health and well-being and a basic human right, period, end quote. Warning, 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 an indisputable and urgent transformation is required. Do you believe it? Do you believe that human consciousness is in need of an indisputable and urgent transformation? I don't personally buy into that. (laughs) But not surprisingly, the WHO Mental Health Report attributes mental illnesses not just to the pandemic, but to the unfavorable circumstances such as poverty and violence and inequality. And so when they're talking about reshaping the environment, they're talking about dealing with poverty, violence, and inequality. When you hear poverty, you think, ah, they're going to take control of the, of the money, of the market. Okay, You hear violence, think about they're going to be disarming people. You hear inequality, you think socialism, communism. Okay, They claim that the solutions are multi-sectoral and they require interventions that target certain vulnerable groups, not the least of which are the women and the children and the elderly and the minority groups and the LGBTQ plus persons and the indigenous populations and anybody else they think they might be able to exploit for political purposes. Friends, it's convenient that all of the terms they use 
are highly subjective. That's not by accident. The ambiguity feeds the need for more government action. Always, always, always problem, solution, uh, problem, solution, you know. At any rate, just going to read a little excerpt here about their plans. And it says straight out of the World Mental Health Report, global and national frameworks are critical. Global and national frameworks are critical to guide action on mental health and provide an enabling context for transformation. Again, it's just the hidden higher meaning, friends, it's all over there. Legislation that complies with international human rights instruments is needed to protect and promote human rights. They're making it about a human right. And this, of course, uh, is the cause that needs you know mental health approaches across all the different sectors and all of that. It's just, you know, it's global governance is what it is. You know, the global governance must provide an, an enabling context for transformation. Oh, the enabling context for transformation. Hmm. You know, those words may seem benign, friends, but you know better. <laughs> you know, if you realize that this transformation of consciousness is central to the globalist scheme to enslave humanity and the great delusions of the collectivist hive mind, then you see it's not so benign. But according to the report, this agenda comprehensively creates, quote, unparalleled platforms for change, end quote. Wow. Friends, I just want to point out that all of these unparalleled platforms for change and this enabling context for transformation all facilitates the Great Reset. When the global cabal deploys fifth-generation warfare and pernicious propaganda to destroy the happiness and mental stability of the average citizen, this creates the unparalleled opportunity that they need to reshape public perception and drive behavioral change. And just in case it slipped the mind, friends, all of this leads directly to voting trends come election day. This is how they drive political outcomes, and it's why they are so feverishly aimed at intervening. You know, they have to intervene. They have to set this up because, quote, they say, quote, we must reshape the physical, social, and economic characteristics of environments. That, <laughs> okay, when they say they have to reshape the physical, social, and economic characteristics of environments in homes, schools, workplaces, and the wider community, friends, what they're saying is they have to fundamentally transform society into a great, inescapable socialist surveillance state. That's what they're talking about. Because these environments, they say, need to give everyone an equal opportunity to thrive and reach the highest attainable level of mental health and well-being, which is means being a collectivist stooge. <laughs> Anyway, friends, what a noble goal. What a noble goal. The WHO's Comprehensive Mental Health Action Plan 2013 to 2030 lays out exactly how they're going to plan to pull all this off. We're not going to have time to get into all of it today, but the link is in there if you want to dig in a little deeper. Their goal ultimately is to set up a system for psychosocial preparedness. They want to have that in 80% of the countries by the year 2030. And, of course, as expected, this uh, psychosocial preparedness overlaps perfectly with the Agenda 2030 and the rest of the UN Sustainable Development Goals. When we connect these dots, friends, we can see how the global cabal is intentionally creating a mental health crisis at the global level to facilitate the transformation of consciousness necessary to achieve these ends. And the ends always justify the means. <laughs> and just in case there was any remaining doubt, friends, uh, that, that they intend to leverage 
mentally unstable individuals to get out the vote and pass this globalist agenda. Get this last little excerpt here from the report. It says proposed actions for international and national partners. They intend to advocate for the rights of persons with mental disorders and psychosocial disabilities to receive government disability benefits, to gain access to housing and livelihood programs, and more broadly, to participate in work and community life and civic affairs. Friends, if you didn't catch it, they intend to house, to feed, and to provide subsidies to mentally ill individuals and then advocate for them to participate in civic affairs. To translate, they are developing, I'm sorry, they are deploying psychological warfare to develop mental illness in order to harvest ballots come election time. And, and we've already seen this, have we not? Right out in, the, you know, in front of God and everybody in the local elections are going out and getting bar, uh, ha harvesting ballots from the you know people on the street and all that crap. You know, people living out in tent cities out in the woods. Now, when we realize what they're doing and why, I think the implications are really mind-boggling, friends. We need to be talking about this stuff. And when we add to the equation the fifth-generation warfare and the 21st century technologies like weaponized AI, sentinel surveillance, social listening, and you know, along with all the old-school psyops and other intelligence methods, when we, when we take it all into consideration, friends, we find ourselves in quite the pickle. The global cabal has created a mental health crisis that is being used to advance their revolutionary agenda all around the globe in their efforts to transform human consciousness they are breaking people's brains and they're doing so on purpose friends at the end of the day it turns out that insanity is all part of their plan and that is the message of my heart for today friends if you're enjoying this podcast please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website click that heart and give me some love subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course the greatest honor of all is as you share this podcast with everyone you know get out there and embrace this thrilling thought-provoking thursday and i'll look forward to talking to you again soon